0: Okay. Uh, today's is is Vav, and in yesterday's Shia, we ended by m- mentioning the debate regarding what's the difference between Kli Rishner and Kli Shini. Um, In terms of, we said in our mission, in terms of where you take oil that has not yet reached from Ramalacha, and you can eat in a snack-like fashion. However, Bishul is koveya; That would prevent it from, in you know, other if you cooked it, it was part of cooking, then you wouldn't. Be, it would be considered tervel, and you wouldn't be able to eat from it unless you did proper hafrasha. However, what we saw is the difference between a Kli and a Kli Shaini, in other words, when it's been, either it's put into a pot that was on the fire, or if it was put in a pot in which the food had been transferred into from the pot that was on the fire. So we saw the debate. It actually makes a difference because in a, one Kli, uh, the Kli Roshan, uh, it says, whereas Kli Shaini is not. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, it makes no difference temperature-wise. The issue is, is midoraita, what's considered bishul, is only that which is on the fire, davka. So for kli even if it's off the fire, asul herchek, they said, that's gzera. However, we said Klishani, it's another step away, and therefore it's not considered a bishul, if you remember. There's no reason to make gzera, sorry. So Amar of Manor of Manor says, hahin pincha, here we say the de da'arza, de In other words, the we can a mesa that are certain foods, for example, pots of rice or pots of pound beans, that despite the fact you transfer from one to the next, they're still piping hot. So you can transfer it from pot to hot And still they are considered very, very hot. So, in other words, this is a this is sort of trying to support the of Raviona. But it makes no difference what klei it's in. You can go klishon, rishon, shaini, Shlish, It still could be exactly the same temperature. It could still be incredibly hot. The difference is simply whether chacham in Klish, rishon versus klishaini. So now the Gemara asks: lot This is referring to, by the way, this is talking about Shabbat. If I have some 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 tablinim, some spices and like, can I pour? from a clearishon onto it. That's what we refer to in Hilkha Shabbos as er- irui something that's being poured from clearishon directly onto an mm-hmm. item. Is that considered like Clearishon or is it considered like klirishon? So Amar Asu, because he says, klir- he says, the stream that is coming down and landing on this product is considered like it's already as if you've placed the product inside the clearishon. Um, whereas, we'll see in a second, the proof from Yona comes from the following case. Now, this is referring to um, the Gemara in, um, in, uh, in, in, in Zvachim. And that's referring to the, the obligation of what's called when it comes to Kodshim. Okay, that's what the mission discusses in Mesvet Zvachim. And however, if it's poured into a if it's in a klicheres, you can't do mikveh v'shtiva because it's absorbed, and you have to smash it. Okay. And the the Rush really says because this is based on torah coding, because for klicheres asher tu v'shalbo yishaber, only ela should be shelbo. This is a, still reading only things that mamash cooked in it. roto How do I know it includes also things that if I poured into it something roteach even if it wasn't the kli that was cooking with nine tamlam y'sha'ver. Meaning yeshaver is a to tebuchabel yeshaver. understanding is you've got to um, break it. So alma therefore irui kekli rishon umavashelhu. So you're trying to bring a proof from the dinim of kochim that irui because that the the in which you pour into directly the pouring of the hot kli is going straight into it. You have to break that mashma. It's as if it was cooked. it's if it was cooking. So therefore irui rishon is a clearishon. So v'kara mahachim. And what's v'kara mahachim? And here we try to say the opposite. Meaning, uh, I read Reb Chaim, He says here that um, he says uh, that mm-hmm. that when it's being pouring on, it is absorbed. And here you want to say the otherwise. You might think the rui loveke dami. So it's clear that seemed to support Shitatu that Reb uh, that. Uh, that Irui Klei is like a Rishon. What's even the question? How about Amar is Cholek. This is important. We're sitting up in Machlok and Amar Abiosi. Taman klicheres Bolaya. There it's different. There we say Klei is is um, the Irui Klei is like a Rishon because you're dealing with Klei And Klei is, if you like, super absorbent. So that's why it's, even if it might not be considered like Bishul in a you can you can say in the world of Kod in a Klei it absorbs in the walls, and that's why it has to be broken. So it's not, in other words, it's not necessarily tied to whether it's considered because it might be that when it comes to Tavlinim, the pouring of the hot water on top of it is not considered as if it's Mavasha. In other words, again, by Kodshim, why is it Why is it we say it's like you have to smash the clay. It's not because it's considered as if you and It's just the clay Kheris is very absorbent. Um, so the Gemara asks, Hate Rabbiosi Barbu and Vatani, but one second, it says, after Kleenechoshet, that's also the din by clean echoshet. So cle il ma cleanachosha boleya. So because we know by metalware it's not super absorbent like kleheresis. But yet the din is the same by Kojin that it requires uh or marika. In other words, the irui clearishon is like it's being it's, it's like bishal, so it's like this clear is being cooked with a substance inside it. So therefore, that seems to be a kash if you like Yossi, seems to be shita, like like Rabiona, that Kleishon is uh Irui Kleushan is like a Cle or is Mavashal, I should say. Because the reason why I say that is because this is a discussion. There's a tosspot in Parakira that talks about this. Because we also have a din what's called Tata gavar, right? In that which the bottom is dominant in an interaction. So I'm gonna put it it's just like that situation like so. The, so the Rush um the Rashbam there says Irui Kleushan is like a clicheny like and where, whereas the re says it's like a clearishon, he brings a proof from our Gemara because at conclusion, this stage seems to be the Clearishon's like a clearishon. So the what there says, how do we Miyashiv? How do we fit the two together? So he understands that maybe it's actually, it's not like a Clearishan, not, like, not like a Klishemi. That's a what there. Meaning it's not like it's Mamash mavashel, it's Mavashal Kade Klipa. Meaning just the outer layer would be official. But again, so that's that's how we sort of how this Yerushalmi fits into the broader debate regarding what a Kli Rishon is or not. Because the Pashup shot seems to be is like a Kli Rishon. But it might not actually be the case. We can say that it actually has an impact, but it's in other words, it's not like a clicheny but it's only click. So it's not mamash like a Rishon. Now that's important. I'll tell you why. Because for example, if you say mamash like a Rishon, just one navgamina would be let's say if you have non-kosher pot. It was like uh, meaning the pot was cooked with uh, I mean, I was cooked on the fire with something non-kosher in it. Can I just pour over hot water onto it to kasher? Is it mamash like a klirishon? So if you say that it's mamash like a klirishon, then possible yes. But however, it sounds like in the toss Tosfot there, since it's only not really like a klirishon, it's not you'd have, the only way to kasher it is mamash putting it on the fire and getting like doing proper you know hagala. Okay, um, now the question is, mahu laharot <laughs> im ki now, what this means, I read Rosh Haym says, We're not talking about whether Klei is sitting in the base of another clear the notena You've got a stream, and you pass the tavlinim through it. Me, name Do we say now the kula alma that everyone agree, even Rabbi Yossi was called it before? That's like a clearish or not. Right, or Pashit, and we'll see in a minute that it's not that actually it's uh Abrachina Rabi Abrahina Bare Ravhili says machlokrebiona rabbiossi that the machlokit is the same, no whether it doesn't make a difference if we're talking about the substances at the bottom and the and the stream is being poured onto it, or you're passing it through the stream midair, it's still a machlok between Rabbi Yossi and Rab Rabion whether it's like a clirichan or lakhly like shane, according to the simple way read the Suggya. Okay. Rabit Sarah Gufta Gufta Hamei Rabmana, so we know on Shabbos is the isur Bishul. We also know that on, when they come to Basava but it's, it's also to do three things. One is not only to eat it together, but also actually to, there's the Isra Bishol, and Anna, right? So the question is, when we say Israeli is like a clearition, does that mean that someone could get, if they did this with Basava they poured onto some cheese and meat together? Would they be now? If you pre-warn, they can get Malkus? or could you give someone a is a chil mita beiting if they do this bishul by way of iru on Shabbos? Is it mamash like bishul or not? Okay. So in other words, hayamer b'shabbos, rebbechaim, rebbechaim ishun the bishul gamuruli itchayev alav, although me isiru ma'almo. Maybe it's like bishul in the sense it's so to do. However, I can you know give the person a capital of punishment for doing the malch on Shabbos. So that's that's the question here. So like This is like ezul chalut. Now here the question is because we we'll learn about this in the Sechta Chala, in the first parasha Mishnah Vav. There's a Machlokah bechamah bechila whether if I did chalita if I poured scalding scalding hot water on some flour and then made dough with it after is it Chayv and or not? There's like Machlokah bechamah bechila and there's those figures girsas which which uh, you'll see when we get to that. The Mishnah sort of presents one angle where it says say that um, bechamah says it's Chayv whereas another one that says it's Patur. I mean, but we'll see that later on. In any event, they the ask the question, what is chalut that they discussion's about there? What's proper chalita? That's kosha o It's only if it's mamash on top of the fire. That's when we say by, in, in, in a chala, that if you do chalita, if you get boiling hot water, that's when it's pato. However, if, sorry, if it's on the fire, that's when it's pato. But if you pour boiling hot water on it, then it's not. So the barur, so, so once again, also here, it's only when it's mamash it's only when it's right underneath it do we say that it's bishul gamur that the person will be chayav. So I'll just read you. Reb Chaim it says, Who then in the bishul? Ain bishul it's considered proper bishul So therefore, if someone poured boiling hot water, while it's asur, it sounds like it's asur to do so on basar vachalav. Or he tried to do cooking on Shabbos by pouring hot water on it, he wouldn't be chayev uh, onesh for so doing so. It's asur, um, so like a potter of maybe, I don't know. But it's asur to do so, but not he wouldn't be chayev uh, uh, punishment for doing so. Okay, Omer, chutz So we talked about that according to. Rabbi Yehuda, we were saying that there's certain things that are shaloni gmar Malacha, We said that um if you can't cook it up, because if you cooked it up, you would it would be considered it's kovea. Cooking is kovea. However, Rabbi Yehuda says the kolunotani can put in anything hot. Ho, this this uh, oil that has not reached marmalacha except for the mashesh or chometz or tzir, vinegar or brine, because these are things that are harif that are So we say so. All that Rabbi Yehuda says, melach ketzir and yain kachometz. The it. We, he's adding two other things that would also considered, like, that it would be, uh, if you like, um, koveya, make this, uh, prevent you from having, if you added oil to it, from eating without doing proper afrasha. Okay, next halacha, halacha hey. Ha'igul mishyach lekenos. Le- le- You've got a cake of pressed figs. What happens is, what, when it's considered finished, that's when you actually start um, uh, machlik, you smooth off the surface. Now, how would they do this? They would do this by taking, uh, you'll see, machlikim beteinim vanim. You can take figs or grapes. Shall tevel, that even if they're tevel, to machlik, to do the smoothing process, whereas Rabbi Huda is also. Now we're going to have to understand why that is. Um, the Gemara is going to address that, but I'm going to read Reb Chaim, because Reb Chaim here, um, he, you'll see. Um, he says, machlikim, machlikim b'mashkim, You can use... You can use the, um, the mashkin if you like the lick, but it comes out that te'anim as you smear it around. By the way, this is not the way that Yerushalmi is going to explain it. This is like the Bavli explanation, just to spell the surprise a little bit. The ba'anavim, also the grapes. The gave the hen, despite the fact that really those grapes are tevel, those figs are tevel. V'anashil kilu ba'tevel asu, you're not allowed to get hana'a from tevel that results in its like, absolute usage, kilu, that's uh, completely uh, like destroyed in the process. However, la In this fashion, it's mutar to take the grapes or the figs and, and smear off around the edge of the um of the cake of pressed figs. Since the mashka that comes out of it, you don't need it, you're not drinking from it. You're just using it to give it a sheen, if you like. Therefore, um the mashke the Chachami maintain the reason why it's okay because that's considered not considered even a mashke. That you know the, just for the sheen is not considered a mashke or the smooth is not considered, mashke, not considered a mashke, and therefore it's not considered as if you're wasting tevel. Okay, that's important. That's the and that's the understanding. However, Rabbi Yehuda says, is palig." The the chashuv mashke even in that context is considered a mashke, and therefore you're getting hana from tevel in a way that's destroying it. And you can't get it, and you cannot do so. Kach be That's the way the Gemara explains it. Whereas, um, whereas of al the will say So I know that I just read you this whole Spanish which is above his explanation of the Sugya. Now I'm doing this because you'll see it's important to understand the Rashami does it by contrast even though we don't normally do this. raised it. So in other words, it seems to be whether that that liquid that comes out as you're doing the Sheen as you're smoothing off this cake of pressed figs, whether that's considered a mashke or not. Because if it is a mashka, you would be able to do it because you're wasting, you're getting hana from Tevel in a manner that's destroying it, which you're not allowed to do. Okay, let's continue. If you uh, smooth it over with anavim, we say, it doesn't make it now susceptible to tumah because once again, it says it's considered a mashka, And therefore, so it's, it's not considered a mashkeh, therefore it doesn't make it susceptible to Tuma. Whereas Rabiwada says, it's if you did do so, even though you're not allowed to, remember he said not allowed to do it with the grapes, to smooth over, because that which comes out is considered a mashka. And we said, according to what Chaim, explained it before, that you're getting hana from Tevel in a manner that's destroying, and you're not allowed to do that. If one did do that, since he defines it, that's going to affect Hershe. Because again, any food in order to come acceptable to Soma has to be in contact with a set of liquids, and grape juice or wine is one of those things. Let's continue. This is still in the Mishnah. So if you're talking about pressed figs, this is, so, so figs and dried figs himself when is it considered um considered uh, finished like Gemara uh, Malacha? that's when it's all pressed in a barrel that is um, if it's if you're doing so to make one of these cakes of pressed figs that's when it's all pressed in this uh, in the fall okay um now what happens however what happens if you're in the process of doing that and then the barrel breaks all this, uh, all the, the mold, if you like, falls apart. And we say, Those that were already in there, you cannot do achilata, right? The Gemara explains why that is. In other words, it sounds like the red-rich Gemara Malacha. However, is He says it's absolutely fine because it hasn't yet reached the top of the barrel or the top of this mold. Therefore, it's not considered Gemara Malacha and you can, you, can, um, you can eat it. Okay. Now, let's begin the Gemara. The Gemara says, ma uh, So this is now, i presented you before the Bible's way of understanding the it. Now we're gonna understand how the, the um the Yerushalmi. So we've got two opinions. First Why is it that Chachamim say you can take figs and grapes of Tevel and use it to smooth off the surface of this cake of pressed figs? Well, the Rebbe, says it, the order says it's Asur. So Amar, so Amar, so, so, so Amar, Brader of Yossi Ma Pligir Reb He it says, It's only talking about a case of Tevel mid'Rabanan. Abal Tevel Torah. If we're talking about Tevel d'Oraita, Af Rabanan Modi even Chachamim would agree. In other words, at its core, they agree that you can't that getting Hana'ah from Tevel in this fashion would be Asur. It's only Mekil in case of Tevel mid'Rabanan. Okay. That is first understanding. So really, there's no substantial machlok, and it's only whether we can be mekil de Rabbanan or machmir de Rabbanan. Okay, et cetera? Okay. This is, this is Tevil, the, the, the meats um, the, uh, that comes out. This, it, 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 it's Tevil being put onto Tevil. I mean, the, the grot or the, whatever it's being used for the sheen is also Tevil. So we're talking about the product itself that you're using to to, to smooth off the uh, edge. That is tevel. That's the case in the mission. Okay, but the, but the edge I mean the, the the fruit that you are they're using. Oh, the cake. cake. Uh, yes. I, I think uh, I don't. Uh, probably. I don't think. I, I don't think. I don't think it, I don't think it matters. Uh-huh. I um, thought that if the cake is also tevel, so then the, you know, the this juice that you're using is simply. Um, you know it's tevel tevel but that's that's why that's why in the beginning we said that rav Chaim says the issue is not that it's tevel and tevel the issue is you're using tevel in a way that's wasting like like destroying it i okay? think, yeah that's what i'm saying i think would think that it wouldn't be wasting if you were putting it onto tevel it's still going to it be it's it's still food yeah but the thing is what are you doing with this grape you're not eating it you're not turning it into wine you're just smearing on the edge and then discarding it like like you know it's a, it's a it's a wasted activity. It's not like you're adding it to it. You're just giving it a shame. You'll see how it works. Uh, it's, like, it's not wine rubbing against. You're actually getting the fruit itself and rubbing it against it. Um, fine. So Rabbi again, said that actually the, the issue is, um, really, if one agrees they're right, that it's the problem. We're dealing with Tebal Din Rabana. Ha, Rav Her says, no, Amalei Stum. Now, there's two ways to understand Stum. Rabbi um the Gra actually says, Stam means, doesn't matter, to write to the rabbanan, which is the gist of what we're going to be doing now. But the other Mepharashim, for example, says, Ramana said, Stam mean Mishmo, as opposed to Rabbi Avin, as we continue, says the Shem Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, so Rabbanah said, Stam, meaning he just said it, where Rabbi said in that Rabbi Yochanan, that k'daite Rabbi Yehuda, meaning each Rabbi Yehuda, and Chachamim and Amish, to go to the that Tani, Shepitzu, mesoavod, So what happens is, you get zaytim, that um, that uh, that you and you you crack you you, you crush them and you do it with hands at a time we say lo shru, it does not make these zaytim susceptible to tumor. So here we're doing this here. Your pizza, in other words, uh explains You're sort of crushing it a bit because you want to eat it, you're trying to soften it. And however, some mashka comes out, say lo why do no says, that liquid that comes out, you don't want it. And in order for hekshair uh, to to work, meaning if some liquid hits your is sprayed onto your food, it doesn't make it acceptable tuna. It has to be So when you're soft, when you're you're, you're grabbing this olive and softening it, you're softening because you want to eat it. You don't really want the juice to come out. Therefore, it doesn't affect texture It's based on the past. Right? So an understanding is, therefore, when you just, you're squishing it, that doesn't affect If you're crushing it because you want to salt it, that situation, the liquid that comes out is good because you want the liquid to start drawing in all the salt and not, not to fall off. However, yeshbo mayim, if you're doing it in order to know if there's mayim, um, meaning there's, uh, there's, uh, there's oil in it, we say lo it doesn't affect it. However, Rabbi Yehuda says it, is, is, it does affect Heksha. Now here, Rabbi Chaim changes the words around quite a bit. Because I believe the reason why he's doing this because this is all dependent. The suga only makes sense. It's all dependent on whether the mashuk that's coming is Larazzo. And that's why he changes it around. The, um, you could, I'm not sure. Yeah, we won't have time to do this. But uh, yeah, we're going to the time now. Mara Fulda actually says, actually, that it keeps it the other way around. It keeps it the way we have in front of us. But um, I'll leave that for your own study because I just realized the time. But let's continue. In other words, Ravanan Amar Bodek. What's bugufohu Bodek? Meaning ain't before before Bodek ain't ain't He doesn't need the By just squeezing it, you get a sense from the uh, the sponginess, I don't know, the, the feel of it. Therefore, any mashka that comes out, you didn't want it. However, omer meaning the liquid that comes out, that's how he tests the food. Okay. That's why and, and so he wants liquid to come out. Similarly, in our case, with the sheen, that, that smoothing off process, it's actually not for the sheen, you'll see. It's rather just a smoothing, it says, Rabbi Huda, he wants a liquid to come out of it to give that, to, to, to do the smoothing. However, Rabbanan, I'm sure you're following all the changes I'm making, Rabbanan Omer, the Shayish Machlik, meaning the smoothing is not the liquid that's coming out that is interested in. It's rather the, the consistency of the uh, the fig itself, meaning the body of it, the surface against surface, that's that 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 rubbing process, that's what interests him. That's why that's why any liquid that comes out is uh not considered uh is therefore you're not considered So, in other words, in summary what we're seeing from the Yerush- here in the Yerushalmi, is that um, they're understanding the sugar is not whether that which comes out is mashqa or not, is whether you want the mashqa as part of the process or not. And if you, if you do or do not, that makes a difference whether you can in a minotevel or not. Okay, let's continue. Now, grogorot Mishidosh. So, Rebbe Yomar, the Rebbe Shimon beret, go upstairs and bring out some grogorot from the Chavit. So, Amar le ve'inu asu miltum muczah. By the this is on Shabbat, it's occurring. you got these dry figs and it's sitting in a barrel. Isn't asu kuzum Meaning it's being drying out, meaning it's not considered, it's not considered completed. This is a question about Shabbos importantly. you still got this problem. The only things that are drying out that are considered mukta are only when it comes to figs and grapes. Why? Because during the drying process, they're not ra'ulah So that's why they consider considered mucza. However, other things, other items themselves, even though while they're being while they're going through drying, you can eat it, they're still considered edible. Samrab Shmu Bar Sistrata Sistratai. Mibnash explains explains the reason is Mibnasha Masricho Ben Time, as I said, they're not considered edible in the process of drying. So hava uvda. Isn't maybe this is referring to Pitsule <inaudible> Tmarim was the case. Now Tainim <inaudible> is. I'll explain. Rosh says, "Mistab de uveda d'rebi be pitzilei tmarim havei kolomar lo am rebbi Shimon rebbi yudis halacha el mishum be pitzilei tmarim what's havei uveda? What are these tmarim shenil kedu kohen mishulam pitzilei tmarim are almost like uh, unripe dates that have been picked from the tree and you put them in a basket shelo labin like a woven basket. Then mitzrasul malam and they're ripening on the room mishum hachi a sabu rebbi Shimon That's why he thought." That maybe this would be like the case of figs and, and, and grapes because it's not yet ripe. So maybe aren't they as well? Because they're not royal really Achila. So Amar Af Ana indeed that is in, that is indeed the incident that occurred that it was a case of Pitzule. These, these, um, these, these um, these 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 that were unripe. Satrabiosi barbun that was the case satamala satamala and he said amala kha amlaha as enlaha asu mishu muktsar i as they are being left are attaining van den which seems to suggest that the petsulay would be fine sarabiyako barzizante the shemra bavous has had at the time now the why we bringing this up in the second in the so the answer is for this point here so Rav Yaakov Barzavdi Bishem Me Rebi Avahu says, That which we say that as it's going through the process, we say it's not right, meaning that limitation is only for what? For Tenim Ananavim. That's only for Shabbos. Masrot called muksa. Everything's considered as if they're muksa. What does it mean muktzah for masrot? It means that they've not yet reached Marmalacha. That's the point. Meaning, for everything that is, if it's being left to dry, or, uh, in, uh, or we'll see in a second, we for example, Groga Rot or Megura That all these things, it's only once it reaches Mamash, the final stage, when you're ready to have it, that's when it's considered as We said once it's the barrel's full, or the cake, the, the cake of pressed figs is completely formed. So we see for other products, in the earlier stage, it's considered. Inverted commas, mukta, because it's, it's, even if you could eat from it, it's not considered as if, as this, as if it's rich. That's sort of a, using mukza in a different, uh, different sense. Okay. Let's continue. So this is a case. What happens if you're partially filling it up and then it breaks apart? So Rabbi Yochanan, now here we'll go with the Shino of the Gra, if you don't mind. Um, that's what Rabbi Chaim explains it as well. So he says, Divre Shonarishon. Divre Shonarishon is a Tanakama. Like Kama is Rishon, Aramaic, right? And Shoneh is like the to- Shone is Tana. So Divrei Tana Kama is Sabar HaElyon Tzarech L'Tachton. tachton HaTachton la elion. Meaning the top ones you're putting in, they need that which is below it. However, those that are already placed in there, they don't need the ones that are above it. That's why they're considered as, as, as if they're already reached Gemar that even the bottom ones need the top ones in the, in the, either in the cake or in the barrel. And that's why Rabbi Yossi says, it's not reached the marmalachah until the barrel is completely full. So if it breaks in, mid, in mid-process, it is considered as if um, it is not considered. You'll be able to still eat a snack from it. Okay. Amar yeah. Abel Azar. Now, the Chachamimi says, that's Shita Rebbe Meir. So why is it important to tell us that Shita Chachamim is Rebbe Meir? Because again, it's a machlok about nifkata or nishbarachavit. Again, Chachamim says you can't eat from it, that which was already placed in it, and Rabbi says you can. So why is he pointing to Rabbi Mayor? The law tisvor, so you do not say tisvor may that we've got. It's a stamen, Rabbi The reason why he's here to teach us this is the Tanakama is Rabbi Mayor, is so you don't think it's a stamen, Rabbi because in that situation he'll get The will be like the stam, which is shittah Rabbi Mayor. Therefore, lafum ken sarich meima dibur That's why teaches re reemer because we have a different halachic principle dibur ebe meyer rebe Yossi halach And in that effect, we basically say that it's saying that halach is like Yossi that if it breaks while it's being filled, you can still eat from anything that was already placed in the in a snack-like fashion. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. So ahadran allah, we say hadraf klal amrul hadraf klal amrul hadraf klal amrul. So let's continue. Hayah over bashuk. Let's say someone is passing through the marketplace. Now this is talking about an amar arutz. We'll just start the Mishnah. The amar and he says tula chemtainim. Go and take some figs for ochlam. So an amar Aretz gives a khabar and says take some figs. Atula chemtainim upturim lefichach im hifnosulabati matag matagdim mavai. Now, this is referring to a place where most people wouldn't, would take their produce from their farm and take it to their bait and not sell it. So the fact that it says, he says, no you can eat them achilat aray, means that what? It hasn't yet reached the house. So therefore, if you do take it home, he's saying that I haven't done hafrasha yet. So therefore, if you do take it home, it's tevil gamur, and you have to mataknim vada. You have to do, you have to do Treated like, in other words, not only other Trumas but even Trumagdola. If, if he says, you know, you can take this home, oh, that's different now. Now, what happens is we trust him to say now that it, it is really, because he's saying, if you say, if he, when he says you can take it home, it means, I've already done a half russia, it's reached, I've done a half russia for you. Ah, so we trust him now that it's reached, however, however we like the dinam of Dmai, so loyach le Dmai. So so loyach So we're machmir to say loyach lom mehem araya. Skip the line. So in other words, it's original. we it was saying the frish has You can't snack from it. If you take it home, therefore you have to treat like demai. So we're choshesh from taking to treat the produce you purchase from an Even if you say it's matukan, to treat with demise. you have to do fresh like we explained in to to demai. Now, let's just, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to finish the Mishnah, just so we can finish the Mishnah. What happens if people are sitting by the Shar, the gatehouse, or the outside shop? And the Amaretz passed by once again, it says, take some figs. You can eat it. Same like in the marketplace, because he's effectively said it hasn't reached the house yet, and I haven't done any hafrashah, and therefore you it can still eat a snack from it. However, the person whose, whose gatehouse it is, or the shop owner, he if he takes it in there, that's considered as if it's like his bait. And it's if it's bait he'd be, have to have to be he'd be high of him. he'd have to do half rash at the street, Like Tethel. Rabbi Yehuda Potter Aji Achsourat Panav oachinema komishivat's. In other words, he explains as follows. He says that a shop or a gatehouse is not really considered like a bait unless a bit like Reb Remnichima, like we learned later on, who defines a chater as a place we are not ashamed to eat in front of other people. So therefore, only if it's a place where he can turn around and, uh, and eat it privately, that's when he'd have to separate Tevel because that's when it'd be considered like his bait and that's when it would be Kovaya. Okay, that's a Mishnah. Mishnah, Hashem will pick it up from here tomorrow. There are other explanations of the Mishnah, by the way, but I just wanted to quickly give you an introduction to that Mishnah. You might do Khazarin on tomorrow. So. All right, Koltov, have a good day.